Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, everyone. It is Pierce, host of the PJ's Cast. And if you enjoy listening to the PJ's Cast as much as we do recording it, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends no matter what platform you may be on. We love discussing the Chicago Blackhawks and, of course, the game of hockey, but we want to reach this out to a wider audience, and doing all those things really help us out. So once again, if you enjoy the PJ's Cast, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends. And I hope you guys enjoyed the upcoming podcast episode. Welcome everyone to the PJ's cast. I'm your host Pierce, joined alongside of uh, my good pals Jay and Schmitty, and uh, this is take two. We were 20 minutes into our uh, first recording, but unfortunately my internet crashed, but uh, don't worry. Uh, hopefully this one works. Um, StreamYard so, things, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're trying to StreamYard. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's not uh, waste any time here. Uh, the Oilers got swept, and I know um, uh, uh, Schmidt's uh, Winnipeg Jets got moved on to the second round, so I want to hear uh, what he thinks about that and uh, how bad the Oilers are. My Winnipeg Jets, baby. Um, man, so it looks like they didn't have a little bit of the 2014 Kings in them after all. But, um, wow, yeah, that 2014 Kings. Last team to come down 3-0 and win. It's mm-hmm. the last one. But Jonathan Quick, they obviously didn't Mike have Smith. that in them. I was, I just remembered that triple overtime game and I was exhausted. I was ready to go to bed and I'm watching these two I wasn't teams even play. Awake for that. I'm watching these two teams play. Darnell Nurse is getting close to an hour of ice time. McDavid's well over 45 minutes. Like, there's no offense anymore. This is just guys bag skating around the ring, maybe getting a freaking shot on every five minutes. And I was just like, okay, can someone do something dumb so we can get this over with? And, um, Little little did we know Connor McDavid would Leave be the one to, to make the Oilers the to do something. Dumb. Leave it up to the Hart Trophy winner this year to make the mistake. Turns the puck over. Kyle Connor gets one clean shot on Mike Smith, buries it in triple overtime. And the Winnipeg Jets beat the Edmonton Oilers. And the Oilers find themselves in the exact same spot they were last year, losing to a team they probably shouldn't have lost to. 
Because they had what is it? What again, guys? What did they not have again? Oh yeah, no Neil scoring depth and no fucking goaltending. I don't care what you say. Mike Smith was not. Mike Smith was the reason they lost games three and four, and he was the reason they lost this series. Don't care and lack of scoring depth, and that's on Ken Holland. Sucks for McDavid and Drysaddle. They had pretty good series, but well, it's Ken also Holland, on Josh Archibald too. That whole series could have been different if Josh Archibald doesn't take that penalty. But mm, true, Very the Vips and butts were candy and nuts, and now the if Jets Ken are Holland, waiting to play uh, the Leafs or the Habs. If Ken Holland could choose this year to be the year that they contend, maybe they would. Uh, I know, right? If only team, McDavid yeah. had a higher pace than Lemieux, then maybe he would have bought. Yeah, Damn. exactly. I don't know about you guys, but I think Dave Tippett needs to have the talk with McDavid where he plays a more to a complete 200-foot game because obviously he's oh, not I getting think, it done. Oh, no. I think he needs to be a better captain, Pierce. I think he needs to be going up and down the bench no, yelling right. at people and not laughing when the game gets tied oh. up. No, the amount right, of bullshit that the is go- The amount of bullshit that's gone McDavid's way is actually hilarious because, like, this shit will happen for him, but Ovechkin can literally tell, like, I know we talked about it, but it did not ne- get nearly as nut national attention as this did. When Ovechkin literally basically told or Samson off to sleep to like sleep with one eye open the night, basically, or some shit like that, and like everyone was like, "Oh, well," like people say that's fine, and then they'll bitch up like me, but like I'm not gonna. I say what McDavid said was fine too, but then mm-hmm. people get mad that McDavid didn't do anything, and it's like I thought the narrative the was to hate Ovechkin. What's going? On? Like it's so confusing. People, right, are confusing, I'm sorry, man. I got hey, myself got lost in thought. No, now. you're right. No, no, you're right. That's the whole thing. People are just all over the place with us. It's, it's so stupid how leadership yeah. is like analyzed, Viewed. quote unquote, in this fucking league. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, as Pierre says, you can't, uh, you can't quantify that. You just can't. You just can't measure heart. You can't Whatever. measure leadership. As he talks about a good defensive player, uh, Brandon Tenev, as he says, how you can't. <laughs> Which is funny. If you look up their skill. stats, they're one of the best defensive lines in the league. I, yeah. whatever. That's but a whole other uh, can of worms. You can't get into that. that. No, no, you're right, dude. No, no we can't. But, um, you can't know. Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, obviously, congratulations to the Jets. Like, this is basically the job saving series for Maurice and Shovel Day off. I feel like oh, we talked no about question. that. They, they got their job saved now for sure. Cause I mean, holy shit, just get them a couple defensemen. This team's fine. And I think one thing people like, I, I heard it brought up. I don't, I don't know if it was the dangle podcast or something else. People forget how much playoff experience this Jets team has good and bad. Mm-hmm. Like went to the conference final in 2018, went to the conference final, won a grueling seven game series with uh, Nashville. And then also was kind of on the Edmonton side of things when they played St. Louis, they could have mm-hmm. easily won that series against St. Louis. If a couple pucks go their way. But no, they let up two goals in the final minute in two games. Oh and my god! They yeah. Wasn't that game six. five? They're up two oh nothing. They were god. up in the final in minute game one lost or game two. I think it was game two. Yeah. Whatever. Game one or two, they lost the same way. Also, they Jane have that Schwartz. experience. They they know what it takes to win games, and I feel like they showed that in games three and four, especially. They knew mm-hmm. when to turn it on. And also, like you yeah. leave Mark Shifley open for a one timer on the left circle, you're gonna you're, pay. And I don't know. Yeah, that was not good, but. There's gonna be a, and everyone will say Edmonton's got 22 million caps space, but okay, what are you gonna do with it? Better go get some fucking wingers. Yeah, That's do something with say. it. Yeah, but, do yeah, something. but if this isn't the year to contend, <laughs> just writing. Oh you're just God. writing McDavid's next contract somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's what he's been doing. Like, he, we need to talk about this, right? 
like you said, great for the Jets. Um, really good to see Kyle Connor, uh, a noted bad player because he isn't a defensive stalwart. Um, noted bad, so much like play noted bad play drivers. Yeah, noted bad player Kyle Connor. Bad, he's just, he's just a bad player, Schmidt. You're not allowed to like him, or else you're an idiot meathead that no. doesn't understand analytics. Anyways, nothing about hockey. Yeah. Um. But hey, it, again, great for the Jets. Really cool for Kyle Connor. That's easily the biggest moment of his career so far. Um. But what so does this far, mean right? for McDavid? And here's the thing: it there's this conversation a lot that we all have collectively is the entire hockey fan base. Is McDavid going to ask you know to get out of here? Is he going to ask to get out? Is he going to ask to get out? Is he going to ask for a trade? Uh, I think this is most likely like this. I, I feel like people were pushing that narrative a bit too much in the past. I am, man, this could be the year. This really could be the year. The only reason. I don't think he'll ask for a trade is because he's kind of that stereotypical hockey player, you know, loyalty, the blah, 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 blah. All, kid. all but, gonna, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, all I'm going to say is we've seen what happened in another league when someone had an MVP like season and their team didn't play well and they didn't do anything in the off season to help him. He's not a training camp right now. Just want to say that same thing could happen in this case because McDavid has that kind of power. Especially on that organization, he's just mm-hmm. like Eichel, if not more important. No, he, oh, more. I and think, he's got he's got a way better pet. Like I'm comparing him to Aaron Rodgers right now, obviously. Yeah, but like, yeah, Aaron yeah. Rodgers had a great MVP season. McDavid had a transcendent season, and this is how his team repaid him. Oh, and he's I a would be tiny bit younger human than Aaron right now if I'm Connor McDavid. Oh, and he's like not even yeah. in his prime yet. He's not even 25 yet. Sorry. Good thing ESPN's going to be the other covers prime now. <laughs> they oh think honestly you know what that's actually that's actually pretty big I would say. But yep. Matthew they'll, they'll be there when he signs with another team in four years. With the New York Rangers, baby, can't wait. to Chicago. Yeah, man, come Chicago. on, they're gonna take they're gonna take um you know Lucas Reichel. <laughs> Doc Reichel in a seventh. Let's go. Seventh, yes, yeah, set that trade up, baby. That's the deal breaker. No seventh, no deal. That's the facts. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. Do you guys do you guys agree? Do you think McDavid does do that this offseason? Because we know he can. He always could have. He always can. He's Connor fucking McDavid. But does he? Uh, if they don't make a move, I would at least consider it. He doesn't have the same situation with Eichel where Eichel's trying to get a surgery, but he could definitely play his cards if he wants to. He could play the cards like Carlson did. Just uh, say yeah. you want out now, and then you're just like obviously he's depreciating his trade value, but I don't know why he would care at that point. No, you don't give a there. shit. I don't care no. what you. Do. I don't care what I do to this team no. because he didn't care what he did for me. We've seen that all you got to do is and Connor McDavid. I'm sorry, he will get traded before the season starts if that's the case, or if he doesn't, like that it will take by before the trade deadline. It'll happen because. They they will get they'll they'll just get a fire under their ass to do it, and they'll just get so much media backlash for him not playing or him doing the Dubois. Like imagine if McDavid gets to the point where he does a Dubois like shift before he gets traded. Imagine if he gets to that point. Imagine if he gets to the point where it wasn't Patrick Line. Oh man, that's great. I'm just that's saying, great. dude. We've seen what young talent can do when they're pissed in this league. They do get traded. And, and then you know I what? would like to see what it does with the best star that this league's seen in 15 years. Be curious. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he holds more with Crosby. Crosby was winning 
pretty soon after he was in the league. Crosby, you know, going yeah, the Crosby playoffs, and Ovechkin yeah. were in the playoffs and then three years every year yeah, after that. Like, like you can't even compare them. It's yeah. Not the so, same. but the, that's but that's what I find interesting is that this is pretty unprecedented. Yeah, people I, say it's like Lemieux because he didn't have anyone until he got Yager. No. But like even then, like those teams had cups under them. By like mm-hmm. how many years into Lemieux's career? I get it was a while, but I'll, give me a sec. I'll look that up for you. It didn't no, I think take him. Was drafted in. I think it was drafted in '84, and they won in '91. That's and seven. If I'm not mistaken, seven, seven years. Yeah. We're coming on McDavid's seventh year, by mm-hmm. the way. So. Let me or, look up Mario Mew. Dude, it's just unacceptable. It's unacceptable that you have fumbled the bag this hard with a guy who you don't even need to put that much around. You don't even – it's like obviously you want to put as much talent around your superstar as possible. But this guy is so good to where you only need a goalie and a couple wingers and you are going to be a playoff team every year. And if you just get the right wingers, like they should be – Ringing the effing phone on Brandon Sodge come free agency. <laughs> that should be the kind of guy they should be looking for this offseason. They need a guy who can play both ways, score 20 goals in the regular season, and actually perform in the playoffs. They need guys like that. And if they don't go after guys like that, I would be pissed off if I'm Connor McDavid. Oh, yeah. Because so, I'm, I'm getting already? pissed for him. I'm getting mad for him at yeah. this point. It's getting ridiculous. Like, <laughs> the fact that they, like, the fact that th- this stupid GM is willing to give up two seconds for Athanasiu and Mike Green one year. Not and then he's pitch. like, oh, no, we won't do it this year when McDavid has 100 points in 50 games. You're out of oh. your mind. Out of your mind crazy. Especially with the so, way McDavid finished that season. So, like, so, I'm, I'm eating like, this man. So when I, I saw this tweet, it was like, how come McKinnon's team is doing better than uh, McDavid's team is doing? And I saw, and they said, well, uh, Edmonton's GM spent two second round picks on Andreas Athanasiu, who didn't even like sign with them. And then Colorado spent two second round picks on Devon Taves, who's a top mm. defensive mm. Literally could be a number one on Edmonton. Literally could be a one. Oh, not even. Exactly. He could be a number one on many teams. And I get people will say Clef Bomb's coming back and stuff. That's not enough. No, he's not. He's not a fucking he's up. Not. Who's going to score for them? Clef Bomb's not coming back. He's coming back for training camp, and then he's going to snap another wrist and be out okay. for another no, 10 months. That's mean, but you need <laughs> it's you, true. has brought this up. You need forward depth with Edmonton. You look at their defensive depth. Honestly, their defensive depth is quite fine. fine. Like you look at all the defensemen they've drafted, Bouchard, Broberg. They already have Darnell Nurse, who's been really good. Like The fact they played oh, him all God. those minutes and – they better, for their sake, they better not resign Barry. But you know, like don't resign Tyson Barry. Mind. They're like, yeah, oh, they're yeah, gonna do six do. times six. But give that thing. time to Ethan Bear, dude. Like he's so mm-hmm. good. Literally, mm-hmm. either do that, or if it's, if I'm sorry to cut you off, but if it, if it's that much of a thing where you need a power play quarterback, just go get Eric Gustafson. Go get someone like that. Pay him for cheap. He can do the exact same thing. That's I mean, how he yeah. got sixty points in Chicago. Just fucking glue him to that first power play. It's all you have to you do. Can do it with Connor McDavid. I'm serious. Like you don't need to extend Barry. You could put the money elsewhere. It's Mm -hmm. and you need more. This shouldn't be that hard, but we've been saying the same thing for four years. So apparently, it is that hard. And people say, "Oh, they got contracts coming off the books. They're still doing Shirelli shit. They're still dealing with that." A good GM learns how to get out of that fast. Look at what Eiserman's done. Eiserman's Mm -hmm. gotten rid of a lot of these contracts, or he's. Worked him to where he's got a lot of cap space now. Yeah, man. He came on board when Justin Abdelkader was still signed on that disgusting there's no, contract. There's no excuse in Edmonton. There's oh none. God. I don't hey, care. Captain of anyone that USA, says Colin. Justin Abdelkader to you. Also, it's not like Holland just got here yesterday. He's been there two years. Like, 
You've had two years to fix this. You have two. You've had two seasons to fix this shit with McDavid. Two, two MVP seasons from your two stars. Because let's not forget, Drysaddle won the MVP last year too, and you didn't do shit. You didn't do shit to help him. That's shame on you. Shame on you, Ken Holland. Shame on you. Honestly. So I'll say you but, really feel Jesus Christ. I don't think no, I don't love think, this. God, I'm so pissed for McDavid right now. If you're a hockey fan, you should be pissed. If you're a hockey fan, if anybody who's a hockey fan who's who's a hockey fan should be pissed off. You because everyone you, should everyone should be mad right now that McDavid got swept because we should have been gift wrapped Matthews McDavid in round two. But no, the Oilers had to implode oh, we're so into, fucking hard in front of McDavid. We're not they were, never going to see that again. We're never going to get to see that again. I'm sorry. They the were, Leafs are too much of chokers to get there, and the Oilers are too incompetent to get a team to get there. We are never no. going to get a chance like that again. Sorry. It's unbelievable how bad the NHL – like, it's not even the NHL. I don't know why I'm saying the NHL. Well, it's unbelievable the NHL. how bad the Edmonton – or Edmonton just fumbled the bag on what could have been the most important series for the next decade in no, terms Gary, of star power. Gary Bettman. His would have had your three biggest stars of the future playing in a series. And you fucked it up because you can't put talent around the two biggest stars that this team has seen since Gretzky and Messi. Gretzky and Messier. Holy crap! It's just beyond me, man. It's so beyond before, me. Before we before we get into Toronto, like you look at the forwards. I think Jesse Puliarvi was a great foot with McDavid. You look at all the advanced stats; like he's really good he's, he was a, he was great this year. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think you staple. I think you staple him to McDavid. You keep him yep. there. You got Dylan Holloway coming up, who's gonna be just fine for them. But he'll be great. Else, like other than that, exactly. Else, other That's, than that, you need to get more. Depth. Yamamoto had a step back this year. He took a step back this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, or he's I think he'll be fine. I think he'll. he'll you be better fine, hope but so. You need more than that. Yeah. Exactly. Better hope so. You need more. And then after playing love, love. your bottom six, yeah. you can't have two goal Kyle Turris again. You can't no. have Jujar Kara. No. You can't have Josh Archibald. Josh Archibald. I'm just saying, you've got to have better options. Josh Archibald is just a guy. That's the problem with this team. Is that and I like what they did. Hollow. And I like that what is... they did in the offseason, signing these one-year deals like Barry, Cuckoo, and uh, Cocoon. Like, like Cocoon. say what you Cocoon. want. See what you, say what you will about Tyson Barry. The fact they got him for one year at 3.75 is still a pretty good deal. It's a matter of what they're going to do with him this offseason. But you need more. Exactly. You need more. Looking at the future, you need to keep McDavid and Dreisaitl split up. You need to have, like, them on separate lines. I don't think you should load them up. Like, uh, again, like, give that first line to Holloway. Get stick him to McDavid. Space. He's skilled enough. Get Pooley RV. Like, stick him to him. And then... I don't know if they resign resign Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Honestly, I wouldn't because like he's gonna lot, want a lot, and I just go get know actual wingers up to that. for him. Like you said, bring, get Brandon Saw, get players who can play. Go get a Mike Hoffman two way games who can score goals. Yeah, Even. get Mike Hoffman who can you can play in your bottom six. Maybe shelter him, get him power play points. Like just anything other else than what you're doing right now. It's it's ridiculous and and. And you yes. can't tell me you can't get those guys for cheap because we've seen how cheap those contracts went last year. You're telling me you couldn't have went and got to Foley for four times four? Really? He was there the third day of free agency. And I get it. I get they made a run at Markstrom. So at least they were trying last year to do something. And that's another thing. They need a goalie. They need a goalie yeah, really You bad. can't commit to re-signing Mike Smith, which they already did publicly. Not a good look. But whatever. You know, they we've we just said it at nauseum for twenty minutes what they should do, and I'm yeah, that's what they should do. Sorry, just get get so effing wingers, Frederick Anderson. Get wingers for your superstars. Shouldn't be that hard. Frederick Anderson's Anderson perfect, literally. One Perfect. Year. Just a prove it deal. Just like prove it deal. 
He's. I don't think he's going to be in Toronto. Just go to Edmonton one year, play behind McDavid. They have a solid defensive core coming up. Like, just give it yeah. a shot. You know, like anything other than Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen. Oh my God! It shouldn't be this hard, but it is, and it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's get into another Canadian team or the other Canadian series, and uh, so. The Montreal Canadiens were up 3-0 in Game 5. Toronto came all the way back, tied it, but then Mm. Alex Galchenyuk turned the puck over and uh, Nick Suzuki scored on a 2-0. And uh, forcing a Game 6 on Saturday, which for the first time, I think, since uh, March of 2020, we'll have uh, fans in Canada, which uh, obviously means an automatic win for Montreal in Game 6. So, Jimmy, what do you think about that? Shut up. Um... (laughs) <laughs> my uh, experience last game was very interesting because I was driving around with my brother. Um, we were going to uh, a local uh, local strip mall nearby, local promenade. And uh, I thought you were going to say the local strip club. That's what I thought. <laughs> you know what, man? After after that game, maybe I should take a trip there because that was a trip to the strip. A trip, a trip to the strip. I could, I could use a trip to the strip because that that's was. A pod, I think that's the podcast name. The trip. trip that is a very, very. You're walking a <laughs> fine line with that name. I like to be edgy. I like to be edgy. I like to live alive on the edge. I like to exactly. Possibly dude. get canceled before I hit more than two, a thousand plays. Yeah. Um, hey, who's here to cancel us? Anyways, no one listens to us. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. I'm listening to the game on the radio. I'm like, the NHL app's not working, so I'm like struggling to find a way to listen what? to the it. What? The NHL app not working? Hold on, what dude. A shocker. You're, you're Every wild. time I get back into the game, they'd score another goal, and then it's 3-3. I listen to the rest of the five minutes. I hear Mikheyev, and I saw it later. The puck bounces over his stick with one second to go with a wide-open net, and the moment that happened... The moment I heard that, I knew they were not going to win this game. Because or the series? How, huh? The series, I'm. we talked about this on our first take. I'm shaky yeah. with this team. I'm very, 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 very cautious with what I think about this team. It's very hard to go into game six now and to, like, they should close it out, right? They should close it out. But they should have closed they it out the last better game. Team. They are the better the, team, but they are the Oh, Leafs. not even a question. But Carey Price. I don't think the That's Leafs true, yeah. are – I think the Leafs are – Schmidt, you corrected me on this. I compared it to 2019. Mm-hmm. The problem is that it's a different – completely different dynamic. The issue is that I think we're going to get the same outcome possibly. Possibly. Hold with me. The one thing I worry about with this team, and it's been talked about ad nauseum, they are mentally soft. They look better than before. Game uh, Game four worried me a bit because they they should have just closed that out. Montreal should not have had as many chances as they did in that uh, that last frame. But they come into this game, game five. For the most part, I didn't get to see all the game. Um, I listened to a bit of it, and you know, I watched you know, I watched the highlights, of course. From what I saw, they were controlling the game pretty well. You know, it it wasn't they they it wasn't out of hand for them. It it didn't seem like there was ever a point that they were necessarily completely lost. Even when they were down, they were still getting chances on chances. They were breaking the door down in the third period. And they were leading in the deserve to winometer. The, the the biggest of them all. <laughs> uh just like the uh 
yeah, just like the recent winner, winner Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, winners of the uh, Deservo oh meter in game six. Um, <laughs> we'll get into that later, but uh, yeah, we have to listen to Jimmy learn about the Leafs, obviously. The thing with this team is that, and it's kind, of, it's funny because there's nothing. We joked about Pierre Maguire, you know, there's uh, there's nothing that can – you can't measure this or that. There's some juju this team has that they just haven't gotten rid of yet. And until they get past that monster, before they get the monkey off the back and get past the first round, I can't say that I feel a certain way about this team because I think they should win tomorrow. They, I, But I can't say I think they will. And I can't – once they get past that first round, I think the sky is the limit for this team. I think this first round like, is the second round for the Capitals. Like Washington. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. When this team gets past the first round, you're going to see me actually have confidence in this team because they've, and because I think they'll have confidence in themselves. And I'm not saying, yeah, it is got Alex Galchenyuk just give, you know letting his brain go for a walk. That's the game right there. But that just seems to be the kind of thing that it haunts this team is. Just you've seen Jake Gardner in game hey. seven, man. This happens with this team. So I think though, I, I do think okay, I do think they will win next game, but cautious. Cautious as, as many Leafs fans are. That's but fine. I'm not gonna go and say that Jack Campbell needs to go and fuck off and Anderson Thank needs you. to come back and oh no, no. You know I'm not that. No, we know that, but oh god. It's just like I went on Twitter you, last you night. Bring up, you bring and, up how oh. the Galchenyuk's like, oh, well, we've had like – it's like we've had this happen before with Gardner. If you have that mentality, it's always going to happen like that again. Oh, they, I'm You not, should have I'm a mentality that this is a different team. This is a different mindset. And I was going to bring up when you were talking about mentally weak, even the veterans they have are kind of mentally weak historically. Joe Thornton's never won the big game, and uh, he's been up close a couple times. Mm-hmm. Wayne I, Simmons I, has gotten close. Like, I should have said didn't win. I think Spencer they're too. much better. Jason Spencer made it to the cup final and didn't win. They, they all know what it's like. A lot better. I think that they're a lot better than where they were before. Like I think they've shown a lot more resilience. I think they've 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 shown much more of a killer instinct, aside from game one and that little stretch in a uh, game four where they just kind of they just kind of sat on the, the gas and uh and, and uh, let Montreal get more chances than they should simply put. But they really this this game is where they prove it to themselves. Like you know, I'm talking about you know, I want them to do this. I want them to prove it to me. They need to prove this to themselves. Like this game is that opportunity. If I they just, lose this game, that's that's tough. But this is their chance to finally put their stamp on, like put their stamp on uh, being an elite team. Basically, they can do that, and this is and, time for them to do if, it. And if if you want to look around the league, fucking Tampa lost game five and they were up 3-1. Look what they did. They won 4-0 game six. Good teams bounce back. Let's see which team the Leafs are. Exactly. Are they going to let a exactly. fluky loss where they probably should have won and re- they could have won in regulation if it weren't for a bounce yeah. of a stick affect them mentally? Yeah, then maybe they don't deserve to win. But if yeah. this is a different team, like I think it is personally, then they'll fucking battle back and win. Like It wouldn't even shock me if they score five minutes into this game. Yeah, just to oh, shut everyone up. It's gonna be the Carey Price show. It's it's not gonna be a normal game. It's either gonna be Carey Price's Carey Price, or it's gonna be just Leafs just burn the barn down yep. completely. And I'm, I can never say that I feel a, one, either one way or the other because the series is it, it simply listen, is that it's one it's Carey Price or it's the Leafs. Listen, I'm putting some positivity in your mind. This yeah. is the year where in other sports streaks were broken. Go look at the freaking Browns. 
Browns won their first playoff game in 20-something years, and they steamrolled the Steelers, and they won. Leafs can do the exact same thing tomorrow if they have the right mindset. Oh, Always a mindset. And if the Stars come All out swinging. To... Hmm? Hmm? All I have to say about the Leafs is, like, it's pretty simple. Just – I'll believe it when I see it. Just go out there, win. Like I don't, I don't know yeah. what else to say. Like, <laughs> it's no analytics in, but like, I was also going to bring up the deserve the winometer. This playoffs is literally if you lose the deserve a winometer, you usually win the hockey game. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Who gives a shit? Look at the like, Edmonton Winnipeg series. I'm pretty sure. Look at the Minnesota Vegas series. Matter. Let's yeah, transition like, to the uh, the New York the Islanders, Islanders and Penguins. No, yeah, exactly. Noted uh, deserve meter yeah. losers. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite oh, thing though, they, was that uh, they're not winners. Got to shout out um, our good friend uh, Kenny, or uh, you see him as Benny on Benny? Uh, Twitter, um, with a beautiful tweet of uh, beautiful either Snapchat, probably Snapchat photoshopped picture of uh, Sidney Crosby. Um, instead of holding the cup, he's holding the uh, deserve meter that the Penguins won in Game 6, uh, which clearly means that they should have won the series and that the NHL is rigged. But uh, here we are, the New York Islanders. We know uh, the anti-Penguins bias. Oh, yeah, no, we know the NHL, and they're, uh, we know their vendetta against the Pittsburgh Penguins and uh, wanting to get rid of them, that's for sure. No, they they, they hate the Penguins, that's for sure. So, uh well, again, as I said, you know, um, the Islanders win the uh, rigged series uh, four to two. Um, I think the conversation is pretty simple. Uh, it starts and ends with Tristan Jari. Yeah, I was just going to say Penguins were the better team. But when you're up against a team like the New York Islanders who were going to like wait around and get their chances and they're going to take advantage of someone like Tristan Jari, <laughs> like that overtime goal. He passed it right to Josh Bailey, and then he just – oh, man. Penguins should have won that series. Like, they and really high should have. glove. Pierre Maguire would not shut up about it. High glove. Because you should every you should time. Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't. Yeah. The fact that it happened that it. much. Oh, yeah, no. It happened four it, times in game one alone. Ga- yeah, game one, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the overtime goal was just this? ugly. What was worse, this or Marc-Andre Fleury's performance in 2012 against Philadelphia? Oh, that's the first thing I thought about. Um, Actually, nah, Fleury in 2012 because that was against the Flyers. No, it's either 2012. They didn't come back from that for like three years mentally. It's 2012. No, no, no. But But, that might be the same thing here. 2013 Islanders was when Fleury was at his worst. I don't know if you guys remember that. Do you remember that? He got pulled for Rogue didn't he? That's fine. No, he got blown out of the water in Vokun. Yeah, that was when Vokun came in, but like they still won the series, so I wouldn't even put that in the oh, same Oh, I just mean I just they mean kept Flurry in and lost that series. No, I just mean individual goalie. Kind of like well, in like with New York Islanders. I just want to say I get Casey DeSmith was hurt. Okay. They mm, couldn't put yeah. in anyone in game six. Max Legasse was the backup. I think How much I, worse could it we be? We talked about this, Schmitty. Right I said you're absolutely right. And this is just my mindset is I would rather put a pumpkin in there at that point. Like, Dude, Ron Hextall had to have just been watching that game, just seething at the mouth. Just like, <laughs> are you put fucking me kidding me right now? <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Honestly, and Hextall could have come down and also, done better. It's not going to get talked about a lot, but um, that game five overtime winner, if Evgeny Malkin gives half of a shit on the blue line, that never happens. <sighs> It doesn't get talked. It's that not going to get talked about. True. It won't get talked about because Ajari having a royal fuck up. Yeah. But that never happens if Malkin even gives a 
Kane-like effort for the puck when Kane's on like an end of a minute and a half shift, which is just yeah. a stick. That's all he had to do because he's fucking 6'4". All you got to do is put a stick out there and you block it. But no, he's lazy as shit, doesn't go for it, and you lose the series. And he was yeah. lazy in game six too, and look what happened. So, also, that is just terrible by Pittsburgh, by the way, in game six. They let up three goals in three minutes, and they were all bad. And Brock Nelson could have had a hat trick in five minutes if he didn't hit the side of the net. Pittsburgh didn't deserve anything that series after game five. Hmm? Yeah, that totally deflated them, that loss. Like, they just looked out of it in game six. Yep. Because they were the better team for that first five games, but deflated them game five. But Sidney Crosby's getting backskated by Brock Nelson. That's a problem. There was um, what was it? Uh, oh, whose goal was it? But there was, oh man, I feel bad for not uh remembering this one. It might have been Nathan one... Beauvillier. Yeah, Nathan Beauvillier. <laughs> 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 Crosby is just Crosby's just wandering. Sidney Crosby is wandering on that play. That's yep. just where the Penguins yep. were mentally when you're captain. Dude, when not just your captain, when Sidney Crosby. It was Nelson. It was Nelson going bar down. I think it was, it was the Nelson goal, yeah. Yeah, when Bailey just – Backdoor. Yeah, and Crosby's just watching. He's just puck watching. When you have Sidney yep. Crosby puck watching, your team is out of sorts. And that was – I think that was that. And then the Polak goal right after were just a perfect example of the series. Everyone's out of place. Your captain is in his head, and then your goalie can't make a save. Run Did they get two goals in 13 seconds? Yes, I was just yep. watching them before the podcast. Yeah, two goals in 13 seconds. Brock Nelson and then Ryan Pollock to take the lead. And then Brock Nelson 5-3. And that is your final score as that went on to the end of the game. And the thing with the Islanders is, like, you got to give them credit because they went back to Sorokin and they won three straight because that's how it mm. should have been. I'm sorry, Sorokin should have started after game one. I still yeah, believe that. Yeah. But that series could have been over in five if he does. But – yeah. Oh, Sorokin was You got to think, Barzell, that Barzell line was not good this series, and they still won in six convincingly. Or not convincingly, but they still won in six with an emphasis, I'd say. They beat the yeah. Barzell doesn't have a goal, yeah. and they're still – like the, the Nelson line's destroying things, the pink line's on a roll, and even the freaking fourth line is causing havoc. Like, yeah, Barry has been great this series, man. What a great pickup. By uh, what's that? That one lizard dude, Lamorello. I can't remember his damn name. Lizard Lou Lamorello. Lizard Lou, man. Dinosaur Lou. Yeah, no. Paul Mary's been great. I, I can't say no much about Zajac and what he's brought, but he seems to look. He you saved know, a goal. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like off the goal. Oh. If I, I'm pretty sure. So there you go. That's hey, you know what in the playoffs that's that's worth that's something that's something yeah traffic, honestly like hey, yeah, better that. goalie better goalie than uh Tristan Jari I would say better goalie than Mike Smith but easily yeah, Tristan Jari yeah would Travis Zajac have stopped Kyle Connor's shot in triple overtime my column it makes you think those are the questions that need answers but I if feel the like that Oilers were ready to contend then maybe they would have gotten Paul Mary and Zajac yeah. I guess yeah. we could we could kind of transition from the Islanders into their game tomorrow because they got a game one tomorrow yeah. night against Boston yeah, in the Garden, sold out. Hundred, I'm pretty sure it's 100. Is it 100 percent capacity at the Garden? I'm pretty sure it's at least close to that. I'm, yeah, uh, it's at least 85. So it's gonna be freaking booming in the Garden tomorrow, rocking. And which I mean, this series. I mean, we I think we all predicted this series actually. I wonder yeah. if Natural yeah. Predators uh, fan Dave Portnoy will be there. 
Oh, we gotta talk about that. Really. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll talk about we, that. We gotta talk about oh that. Oh my god! But which again, my favorite transition ever. I don't care. Yeah, no fuck barstool, man. That's it's always fuck barstool. Yeah, fuck barstool. Yeah. Owners. Anyways, oh, well, so yeah, who do you think wins that series, Islanders or Bruins? I got Bruins. Bruins. Boston. Boston's a wagon. Dude, yeah. Oh, best part. I love how we just don't even like. <laughs> I like the Isles can win. We've seen how they can yeah, win. I would surprise me if they win, but Boston honestly, is doing what the Islanders do, but better because they have better the, talent. I think I'd be surprised if the Isles won because after how they looked against Pittsburgh and with how great Boston has looked, I, I, I Bruins think, has got better each and every game in mm-hmm. that series. They, Already and it's not, even, that, so I just, it's not even that. Even if they play bad, they can win the same way the Isles do. They're I very think, opportunistic. And yeah. I think the Bruins, call me crazy, I think this might be a sweep. Maybe nah. five. I, I could see really? sweep. I think, it, I think it goes sick. Look how good Boston I is. I just, I just really like Boston. Isles are going to steal a couple. I think Isles steal so, one. I mean, here They could win the series. Like I, I can't count out the Islanders. And maybe they just don't match up against well, uh, well against Pittsburgh. That's been a thing. Um, but yeah, uh, Boston's just too it's deep just right now. Yeah, Boston's unless good unless luck. some injury happens for Boston that we don't know about, into like their top six or Charlie McAvoy, <laughs> I'm picking them. I know oh, you guys have probably already out, seen this, but uh, Everly and Hall uh, playing against each other in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Well, McConnor McDavid sits on the to couch. rub some more yeah. salt and the Oilers exactly. Yep. Yeah. And by the way, Literally so if run. Boston. If Boston does win this series, their most likely um, like third round opponent is Colorado. Do you think they have a shot against Colorado? They yeah, have a shot, but I don't think they win. No, yeah. they. Um, I think they they give it all they can. I think Colorado. I, uh, Colorado guys, I'm sorry. Like Boston can beat any team that's left right now. I don't. There's not a doubt in my Whoa. mind. I, they can they can challenge any team. Like I'm I'm confident that I agree with that. I, like if I Boston wins the cup, if, if someone comes in like a time machine and tells me Boston wins the cup in six weeks, it wouldn't even surprise me. You know, no. you know, have no you're expectations, and that here, just thrives with that team when no one's expecting them to win. I that's exactly like 2013. <laughs> call me crazy. And we're not there to stop them. Is this Bruins team actually a bit likable now? Like, at least I think they're a lot more like they're 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 likable for you because they're not beating your team anymore. Oh, I'll I'll (laughs) I'll actually want to burn down like the entire city of Boston if they play Toronto and beat them. However, it's nice to watch Brad Marchand play. What I'm about to say, (laughs) not be a piece of shit. Like, nah, yeah, he's done some. He's done stupid shit in the past, but like this year, he's been all like clean, and he was third in NHL bolt scoring. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about, this. it's we not getting talked about. Talked about yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Brad Marchand, man, he's a great go. player. Mm-hmm. But uh, better than Jamie man, Benny. Only thing I want if the four, if the final four is the way that most people think the final four is going to go this year, the only thing I want is a Toronto Boston Stanley Cup final just oh so I can watch God. every please, single please. freaking <laughs> fan explode. I just like, no, and I'm sorry, it's the ultimate final boss. It has to be that way. It has if to be. If they're going to win, it has to be Boston. It just has like to be this Washington way. with Pittsburgh. They have to I'm be sorry. If the play. Leafs win the Cup and you don't go through Boston, I'd be pissed. It's like, it's like it the first count. time the Hawks like- won. No, it's the first time the Hawks won. Deep down, I was like, they didn't beat the Red Wings. The Red Wings freaking own them. 
And then when they beat him in 2013 like, and won the cup, I was like, all right, that's better. That feels so much Even like St. Louis. St. Louis didn't go to Chicago. Even yeah. they did beat them. Everyone's got to like, go through their they team didn't and Washington win in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. And Flurry. Tampa, Tampa had to beat Columbus. <laughs> has to be that one. Has to be. I liked how you threw that one no, in there. but. No, no, I mean this the king the, like, they have to beat their demons. Their playoff demons. The, the Preds beat the Hawks, the Sharks beat the Kings ears, they made it to the cup. That's them beating their demons. I can't beat my like, demons. Who are your demons? Riley Nash on the fourth the line. Columbus Blue Jackets, yeah. But like they got swept by them. They got completely embarrassed by them. They had to beat them. And I'm pretty sure Tampa Bay no, said like, this. I'm if they don't win Alex Wenberg. If they don't win game if they don't win game one against a Columbus in that five overtime, do they win the cup? Like, who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Like, <laughs> it's, it's they the beat their demons. And you laugh all you want, but, like, it's true. They had to win uh, that game one. No, no, it's funny because it is true, okay? That's the funny part about it. Because Tampa fans have the biggest egos right now because their team won a cup. Oh, and their demons, I'm sorry, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh, boo Oh, yeah. oh my God. No, you know, right now I have a very interesting relationship with Tampa fans. Um, not what? Exactly. Let's hear about it. Let's hear about it. No, I'm not talking much about that, except that I um, really want Florida to win. Uh, we all know where that went. Um, mm. I think if you see my Twitter, you see in well, you know how I feel about uh, the refereeing in that series, and uh, it was shit on both sides. Let's be honest. Like, oh, it, there it were was times where it's like, okay, it's biased, end. maybe favored, but like it was just shit. Like the nah, refereeing has not been. It was, year. it was handed to Tampa at first, and then as the series went on, the referees didn't go, "Let's referee better." They said, "What if we just did it worse on both Let's sides?" Let's fuck both like, teams yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. That's play because you know, playoffs hockey, right? Playoff hockey, so. You can, you know, like, what was, oh, my God, uh, who in the Panthers did something? I think Radko Gud, it was Uyghur, like, bear hug the guy. Nothing. Just bear hugs the guy. Just oh, you guys want to hear an interesting around. stat? Do you want to hear an interesting stat? The best player in the world did not draw a single penalty against Winnipeg Chicago. That tells you all you need to know about playoff refereeing. Yep. <laughs> or refereeing and just in general. Like, do, I, does it make a difference if McDavid gets called McDavid penalty? I don't know, but you need every shift. Yeah, exactly. That's how good he is, and it, that's why it, the you playoffs. You can't do that, but still, still. And that's why the playoffs, like, like it's that's why it's a different animal because you don't get these calls. You can do whatever the hell you want, basically. Dude, to hockey any, code and you see legal. Hockey code yeah. is bullshit because literally, what? Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong because you guys know that I'm I'm a hockey fan and I watch other sports now and then. But I'm a hockey fan. That's where oh, my too. mind. Yeah, me too. Schmitty, you you know other sports well. Like, I, I'm it's like I'm like Michael Scott. Explain this to me like I'm five. Is there any other sport that pulls this bullshit where they go where openly analysts, fans, literally the players, the referees, all just have this quiet understanding of baseball. We're, baseball. we're just not going to yeah. call anything. Baseball okay, is the baseball. only oh, other the sport way. that's like that. It's Baseball does not get enough shit for like how much like that stupid. kind of stuff. Like they do. Like Don't even get me started on what's going on with the White Sox and Tony LaRusso oh right God, now. Yeah, that's literally yeah, exactly yeah. what Jimmy's talking about right now. It's, it's out of touch. It's out of touch. Baseball code sport code bullshit that's what's it's, going on with, it's the exact same thing that's going on with the socks that's going on in the series it like with the freaking hockey coach shit and like oh i gotta fight this guy i gotta 
have fucking makeup calls and shit. But make sure our mics aren't on so we don't get fired. No, no, it's amazing because they had um when was it uh who is it? Tim Peel. Tim Peel is the one who got caught right against Detroit. Yeah. What's oh, amazing I was gonna to call for another it, penalty. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's what infuriates me is that we're just gonna act like this wasn't happening before now. It isn't no. like we didn't know. It just it. happened to be caught. Yeah. It's literally yep. like everyone like it's like you're playing hide and seek, you know, and then like you know the, the one dumb kid just goes, "Oh my god, there they are!" And everyone else is like, "Oh wow, you know, you can't believe you found them." Like the te- the the five percent of hockey fans are like, "Oh my god, how could they do that? They've been doing it every game. Are you shitting me? Come on, why do you think the penalties are? Correct me if I'm wrong. Penalties are pretty fucking equal, like across the entire league, right? It's like there's there's uh, rarely I don't a game know. where I don't know. Like it, there's how many times do you see a game where one team takes a, a, an insane amount of penalties compared to the other? No, you have to even it out. They that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say, yeah, right? Like right. it's not even yeah. all around, but game by game, it's you. Ne- you rarely see a team take more penalties than the other one. Rarely, I think and actually. That's why I, I think I think all your. I don't mean to be that guy because I don't really want. Like we can literally talk about how dumb the refs are all day, but if this is the way it's going to be, this just emphasizes the fact more. You need a good power play and a good penalty kill. That's all it means. Oh yeah. No, if you have a, there's, there's a reason there are only three teams right now that I trust in this league to win a cup and it's Boston, it's Tampa and it's Colorado. You want to know why? Their special teams are fucking incredible. So when they get those chances, they're not going to fuck them up. Yeah. You know, you make a great point. Like, I don't and they got to, great penalty kills. I don't mean to like, – I don't I don't want to excuse Florida's loss because of the refereeing. They simply were not as good of a team as Tampa. I Dude, mean, Florida happened. got so many effing power plays in game five and six. They have no excuse. Yeah, just, no. Like, no, I, I watched I, three of their power plays. They didn't take a shot. They didn't take a shot. They just passed it for two minutes. And they didn't. It's unacceptable. I'm sorry. You can you can come up with all the excuses you want for how Florida lost. Score on your fucking power plays and you win that series. Because that's what Tampa did, and that's why they won. It's literally just Quinville power play extravaganza as usual. Just pass the fuck around. You know, I I don't think so. Oh, but man, obviously love Quinville, but that has always been that has always been the one. Weak spot for That's him. what it takes to beat a team like Tampa, though. That's what it's going to take to beat a team like Boston. That's why Washington didn't beat Boston. But this is Go why... look at the regular season. Boston or Washington was thirty percent against Boston on the power play. But this is why they got two teams succeeded under Quinville, and Florida hasn't. It didn't in this series, at least, is that the Hawks had a great penalty kill. Yeah, they Whoa, Tampa. Tampa won the series, like not only with it, but the biggest difference for them was the power play. That's how they won Game One. Sam Bant takes so nah, actually their biggest title. their biggest difference is Andre Vasilevsky, but well, yeah, I was gonna say if Spencer Knight starts that series, do they win? Oh, maybe. I mean, now you're getting into the existential no. question of if one thing changes, everything else changes. But if we're no, looking at, I just yeah. I'm, maybe, I'm sorry. I Florida had a high danger save percentage of like six sixty seven. That's unacceptable. Oh, their goaltending was terrible. Besides, that's nine, terrible. Yeah. Vasilevsky Schmitty, was a nine nineteen in high danger save situation. Schmitty, you 
nailed it when you mentioned Spencer Knight. Be, you know, should have been the starter. He, he should have been the starter since game one. Ride the hot hand. Not even since game one. He, like I knew he wasn't going to start game one. Game three, he should have been in. But should he have? You know, like I, I, honestly, I mean, yeah, he should have. Yeah. There's no goalie yeah. that had that hot of a start before. And I'm sorry, he was great in game six. I'm not blaming any of those fucking goals on him in game no. six. What are you going to do, man? Listen, what are you going to do when you have it's the Tampa Bay Lightning? Draw off one side, Stamkos the other. Headman at the point. Sam Coast isn't going to miss five times in a row on his one-timers. Like, that's the way point. it is. Dude, there's Great so employee many... in, the, in the slot, dude. It's ridiculous. The, they were got Alex Kalorn blocking your eyesight. I think it was Dominic Moore. It was Dominic Moore or Patrick Sharp or both breaking down Tampa's power One play. And dudes, how it's just yeah. like, yeah. And I'm watching it, and I just want to pull my hair out. Because, like, just – it's so – if you cheer for any team against Tampa – and they're they're on the penalty kill. You're gonna have a bad, very bad time. You're you're gonna have a bad time. It's, I mean, and I, that's credit to Tampa. I mean, what? <laughs> I don't even the Hawks teams, man. I don't think there was ever a power play that that was that lethal that I've seen. Even Never. the Caps no. had a good power play. I listen. Well, I, I mean, like uh, personnel wise, right? Like personnel. Oh, I thought you were talking about Hawks. I thought you were talking uh, personnel wise. They had 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 it. What are you talking, dude? Uh, did, okay, no, tell but, me this. Like, was Kane ever? They Kane was never at the, the level that Kucherov is right now during those runs. Jonathan Taves was never offensively at the level that Steven Stamkos is throughout his career. That's just that. Hedman have he, to be. Patrick yeah. Sharp was at that. Le- okay, you guys seem to forget Dude, no. how fucking good Patrick Sharp was on the left circle. On that power play. Was, you guys, yeah. you guys need to go watch they that power play. Again. I'm they sorry. You. Goal, I'm sorry. No, I'm going to defend my boys right now. Time the Whoa. fuck out. You put Taves, Kane, Sharp, Hosa, Keith, or Seabrook on that power play. They're putting up 25%. Garen fucking team. I'd rather have. And they did for seven fucking years. The point. fucking numbers are there, Jimmy. Don't try to act like the Hawks never had that kind of fight. Oh, they had. They, they just didn't have. They just didn't have a season where Sharp, Taves, Kane, and Hosa each had a point per game because one of them was always hurt. That's what I'm saying, though. Like that's just you get this. You get this here in the playoffs. Well, I mean, well, you got with the Hawks too, but like I don't. All I'm saying is that I think that this this power play is more automatic, for sure, and the only the only power play over the years that I can compare it to is the not their winning cups, but in terms of power play, the prime capitals where you had yep. Backstrom, Ovechkin, you know, Mike Green, yeah, not good defensively. Alex we're Sam. talking power play. <laughs> we're talking power we're play. We're talking Mike back Green. when they had Alex Salmon and Mike Green potting 30 on their fucking power play. Mike Green potting 30 goals in a year, man. Ugh. Dude, I'm pretty sure he was nominated for Norris. Like Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys want to laugh at something? Do you guys want to laugh at something? Uh, yeah. So, this is from this is from Rachel Dory. Absolutely comedic that Tom Wilson has drawn more penalties since Connor than Connor McDavid since he entered the league. Yeah, don't know the numbers, but yeah, that's that's all I need that to tells hear. you all you need to know. That's to, that's all you need to know. I also want to say one thing about the Florida Tampa series that we didn't really talk about. Um, this, this is also all on Sam Bennett. And I, oh, I know I talked Sam Bennett up a good bit a couple weeks ago, but he's the reason they lost that series. It was like uh, lost country, game one because player, of him. But they lost game part. two because of him. Lost game two because of him. You game lost six. game six because of him. I don't want to say they lost. Like, you can't win a series he like that. He definitely like added to the fire. 
like I, I don't want to say one guy ruined the series, but if you're to play anybody, didn't help it, it. Him, yeah, he's probably the biggest offense. No, Sam question. Bennett plays game two. Who knows? That's Sam Bennett doesn't say. fucking try to kill somebody in game one. You know, maybe they don't get scored in the power maybe play. They win four three because yeah. they were up. Dude, that that game after Huberto pulled that shit, I was like, you know what? I, I remember thinking to myself, Florida, Florida's doing it. Like Florida's doing it. They're doing it without Ekblad. They're doing it, and all then ten minutes can do hmm. all Sam Bennett can do. Yeah, shit. It, it was it, we joke we joke about him being like Quinville's Andrew Shaw with all the skill in the world. Well, he definitely was Quinville's Andrew Shaw. He is his Andrew Shaw. Mm-hmm. No question about let's it. Put it this I way. Let's put it this way: when Florida. when your rats at your best, totally. you're like Dave Bowen. Dave Bowen didn't get into the box much, and if he did, someone else was coming with him usually. That's a very, very good. Yeah. That's why Brad Marchand's good. Fun fact, guys, one of you who has the uh, worst Corsi 4 in the uh, in the playoffs so far. Not that that's a oh. huge deal. New York Islanders. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's how they do. They're opportunistic. We, we talk, you know what? Maybe that is a good comparable but, for the Blackhawks. Hey, guess what? Who, guess who also has bad <laughs> Corsi and is probably going to win tonight? The Minnesota Wild. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're not which we're not gonna that. No, no, no. What's gonna be great about this? What's gonna be great about this is that GMs are going to enable themselves and say, "Look, look, look, my president. Look, guys, look at my front office. Look and see that with our bad team, with bad Corsi, we can still win playoff games." You know they're gonna take it as that. You win a series, <laughs> but can you win a cup like that? Oh, dude, but they. You know what they're gonna say then? Well, when you're in it, you never know. As long as you're in it, because that's the same thing they said when St. Louis was down bad for a long time. When they were actually good, they were good, but they were yeah, low. They, in points. they just and needed a save, and they got that from Bennington. They were a good team all along. They just needed a save yeah. from Bennington, and then they got on that won the cup. That's all it is. Thank God that San Bowman actually realized we need to just rebuild because he could have easily, easily bought this deadline and pulled that bullshit of oh well when you're in it you never know you never know like holy shit i was scared of that all year and he didn't do it and i give him credit this is how low the bar is for hl gms i give bowman credit for what he did not do yep very good very i want to i want i gotta get transition for what we're talking about right now ooh, um ooh. so talking about That's teams sorry, so- that probably should have made their move at the deadline. Uh, you got to think David Poyle's kicking himself right now after what just happened in game six. Mm. You what do you mean? He got Eric Brenton. No, for, but you could have got a King's a Ransom. 2023 But you got your two sellout playoff games or your three sellout playoff games. Oh, three, three. Money, money, money. You could have got so much for Eckholm. Like, I don't Oh, they should have moved him. Hard. Like you should have thrown him to Winnipeg for a king's ransom. I was gonna say that for Hainola first, whatever the hell else, you know. Dude, yeah, yeah. thriving mediocrity. Way, how sick was it? Did you guys see that play slaving to Hamilton? That, that, was, that was a great play? pass. That was a great pass. But the, the way they drew it up, like mm-hmm. right off the bat, they tie everyone ties up, and then Slavin and Hamilton, just like they're playing like EASHL, they just shoot up right up the ice, cross crease. Yep. Beautiful. It was and the I, coolest play. And I just want to say, it, I said that, that series won six, and I said I won six. So there you yeah. go. Yeah, you know, Shit. Yeah. Pierce. Yeah, noted always right. You know what else? Yeah, exactly. You know what else <laughs> I got right? Minnesota and Vegas going to Game Seven, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, before we get into that, Pierce, I'd like to yeah. uh, bring up something that I know you'll appreciate. Yeah, um, 
Jacob Slavin for the net score. And that ends the series. Dude. I got home from work last night. I turned on the TV. It was literally off that face-off. And Jacob Slavin, it's like, Slavin, from the point, score. <laughs> you know, it's giving me vibes. I think it was Mark Mosier for the uh, – I hope I didn't mess up his name. I probably did. Uh, the old Avalanche announcer who is somehow even oh, yeah, more hot and cold yeah. than the one we they have right now. Yeah. <laughs> you get an overtime winner and score. Arizona Coyotes win. The, compare compare the other two <laughs> the other two Nashville goals that were scored in overtime. Conan, yes sir, Brandon, and then you go to Game Six. It's like Slavin scores, and the series is over. <laughs> like even dude, Pat Foley is well. He's not really a homer homer. He he does yeah. it as much as you should. He is a homer, but, but he's not like a homer homer. Where he's no, like, he's oh, what you score. should be. Yeah. No, they, they score. He he kind like, I remember um. Uh, There's some enthusiasm in his voice. I had Nashville fans who are watching the they're watching the the uh, they're watching a regular season game and they're texting me and they're like, oh, I didn't realize how like how fun Foley is to listen to, how fun he and uh, Ed Eddie Olchek are to listen to as an away fan. Yeah, dude, Pat and Ed, they're a great couple of guys to listen to, no matter who you're rooting for, because they're just fans of the game. Foley clearly more of a Hawks fan than Edzo is, but they're just fans of the sport. Like it's just. It's it's endearing to, to listen to every game, but uh, then you get uh, then you get uh, get uh, announcers like that, and it's quite honestly, it's 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 pretty fun to listen to. I won't lie, it's pretty fucking funny to listen to. So we were unanimous across the board with Islanders, Islanders versus Bruins. Now this is the interesting one: Bolts versus Canes. What do you think wins that series? Mm. Toughy. Tampa. I think I think Tampa wins because I think the power plays what separates them, and Vasilevsky. Yeah, I, I think, think Tampa. I think Tampa. Wins just like it happened with Florida, I think the Canes are a much better team than Florida. They have much more experience. Rob Brindamore kind of has that thing, like just more under control than Florida does. They're deeper in every aspect. I think it goes um, seven, but I think Tampa pulls it out. I think Tampa gets it in six, maybe seven, but I think Tampa gets it for sure. I I think um, uh, something that was mentioned. Uh, brought to my attention is that uh, Nashville had a lot of power play opportunities in that series, but Nashville does not have a good power play because John Hunt nowhere near as close. No, (laughs) and Tampa has the best power play by a country mile. Well, Colorado, but you know, I would say the most stacked in terms of personnel and probably the, again, I I believe the most automatic, like I, I trust that power play with anybody else in the league. And I don't know if Carolina is ready for that. If you give them three power play opportunities, if you give them three power play opportunities in the game, they're going to score one. That's how good they are. No, you're lucky if they score just one. That's how I feel. Like yeah. that, that you never know, man. When you you want fine, take a penalty. Let us put yeah, let us put point Headman, Stamkos, Kucherov, and f- fuck nut in front of the net. Doesn't matter. Just throw pucks off them if you want to. Does not Pat matter. Maroon. Oh, shut up. Oh my. Two God. words. Oh, Andre Vasilevsky. He's until a- there's a goalie that's better than him. I'm not picking against him. As a Panthers fan, Ethan, I follow on Twitter. And the, so, in other words, until the, my Jets play the Lightning, I'm not picking them. <laughs> <laughs> the they beat the Leafs, or pardon me, the, the Habs. Laps. <laughs> They're not getting on. Yeah, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Let's, all We're right, all so, friends so here. We're all friends you? here. Come on now. We like the laughs. So, what's your Flor- what's your Florida friend say? Oh, it's not a big deal. But I, I thought it was a uh, Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> the it was in the middle of the first period, and there was that save. Uh, 
uh, save on who was it for Hagee? I'm not sure, but he just says, oh, fuck this robot shutting us out. Isn't he? <laughs> Lo and behold, 50 minutes my, later, he does. My favorite thing best. is like, I've, her, me and my buddy Nick have gotten it between our friends that you know Vasilevsky's on it when he's got the crackhead eyes. And oh, he's yeah. usually he's, he's usually he's got him on where he's just just r- locked the fuck in, just ready to go. <laughs> he's he's smelling the salts. And no I doubt. and we've talked about it before when they played the Hawks this year, and it showed a lot in that Florida series, especially in Game Six. People are afraid to shoot on this guy now. They don't shoot on him. They don't just he take a shot anymore. He's already he was in Florida's head by game five. Like, dude, they were either looking for the perfect pass or they were looking for a cross crease or they were looking for a tip. They weren't looking for a direct shot on him because they can't beat him clean. And it's gonna be curious to see how Carolina does it because they're gonna need more net front presence than what Florida had trouble being Soros. They had a bit of a trouble being Soros. Can they do that against Vasilevsky now? And they can't have that bad of a power play if they want to go up against Florida or uh, Tampa. I'm sorry. Carolina had to do the same thing, yeah, with Soros. Carolina had to basically besides the Brock McGinn goal, look at game six. I mean, the first play it's an Aho tip, the second one it's you know it's right across the ice to Hamilton. You know, no one's gonna stop that. And then the overtime goal is Sebastian Aho. The point scores. You goalies, like, well, Soros, I don't know if he's that goalie in general. I, you know, it'd be kind of cool if he was uh, for the uh, short king, uh, short king, short king community. Um, but uh, you, you can't just beat goalies like that clean. But we saw this with Vasilevsky. Like Schmidt said, we've seen this but for a king while goalie. now. We've seen this for a while now. The one that really the play that stands out to me is uh, one of the uh, handful of times they got just anally cleansed in Tampa Bay this last season. Um, I believe it was the one. I, I think they may have been shut out. It was later in the year there in Tampa, and there was a play where Kane he does his thing and he has the puck and he's going around the zone. He's looking for a play. He would not pass that. He would not shoot that puck. I should say he would not shoot that puck. And when he does, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, when yep. he does it, when he does it, right into the chest, right into the chest. Yeah. And that's when when you're when you're a shooter and your goalies get in your head like that. Even when your player as good as Patrick Kane, you're gonna see yourself hitting the chest way more than not. It it really it fucks with you. Look at look at Barkov. He had remember that play. He spins around open net, still tries to pass it to Verhage. That's how afraid they are. Yeah, like Dylan. It's a real thing. Point. It's a fantastic. Patrick Patrick really warm up for Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna bring that up. Yeah. Oh, it's huge. That's good, man. It, it makes me like that's something that I I completely forgot about. Like I remember, like even just playing house, there were goalies you'd run into. Like if you played any level of hockey, like there you run into goalies that you just you you stop shooting on, and all you look for is a pass because it's seems to be the only way you can get past them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Carolina's got some snipers. Of course, you got Aho Teravainen. They don't have a Stamkos. They don't have yeah, a point. You, they don't do you have? have yeah. You, you, do you have? I mean, the chemistry's there with Carolina, no doubt. But I don't know, man. It, it's tough to. It's so tough to bet against Vasilevsky and that team right now. Yeah, that's I, what I, know. I can't not. I went surpri- I I'm cheering for Carolina. It wouldn't surprise me if they win. But like Tampa, how do you bet against them at this point? Yep, can't. Mm-hmm. Yep, I want Carolina to win. I, yeah. I really like. I like. Their, I yeah, like I. Hey, dude, Tavo winning the cup again? Fuck yeah! Yeah, Alex yeah, Delkovich is the rookie I, in the cup. Fuck yeah! 
Dude, I love their culture, like their fans, like they, how mm-hmm. they play as a team. I think it's incredible. Like I think that's how you need to play hockey, Dude. like how Carolina plays. Storm but surge think, with the cup. Yes, please. Oh my god, yes, please. Yes, sir. I was anyway, so mm, yeah. We got into Patch already uh taking lineups. We just got that tweet from Freeman. So do we want to get we want to get on to game seven, Vegas versus Minnesota, which by the way, I also want to say I got this right too. I said that Minnesota <laughs> is gonna put seven because this is the third year in a row that Vegas has blown a three-one lead, and now they have to go to a game seven. And if Wait, they win this wrong. or not, does yeah, Vegas what? ever? I, I believe someone mentioned. I could. I could probably wrong. Has Vegas ever closed out a series at home, like at Vegas, like not like you know at home qualifying rounds last year? I don't think they. Not in Vegas. No, I don't think. Well, no, no, yeah, they can't. Wait, have they? Oh, shit. Not no, in haven't. like not. No, in they Vegas. did. No, they, they did. No, they did. Game five. Game five against Winnipeg was at home. Yeah, they did. No, it wasn't. Uh, no, a long no, time no. ago, Ryan but they Reeves, did. No, Reeves, no, Ryan Reeves. It was no, it was away. Ryan Reeves deflected the or whatever. He put the puck in the net. That was that no, was away. in Winnipeg. Yeah, that was in Winnipeg. Yeah, oh, oh, and shit. there you go. Yeah, yeah they mentioned their, that last game, and I'm like, oh no way. Like, okay. Yeah, this is their first ever game seven in uh, Vegas, and. The third year again, third year in a row. You go back to 2019. They're up three one against the Sharks. They blow that, especially game seven. I think they're what they were up four one or three one or something like that, and they blew that. And then last year, like it's basically what it's basically Vancouver series all over again because Minnesota clearly is an inferior team to um, Vegas, but like they're getting goalie. Talby has been amazing. I, I think Minnesota is better just because they have been pretty good at limiting shots from the outside. Like Minnesota, they're you look at like the coursey stuff, the stats aren't the greatest, but then you look at their ability to get into like dangerous shots in the offensive zone and also limit them in the defensive zone. You've definitely seen that come into play like during the uh, game five and game six. Like you look at the shots, they're 40 to 14, I think it was in game five, but how many of them were like grade A quality chances and Vegas, like three years in a row, this whether they win or not, you got to look at like this team. Are they just unlucky? That unlucky, but when it's happening three years in a row, like you got to, Figured out you gotta get goal scores and maybe having Patch ready in that lineup for game seven um is gonna help them. But another thing we brought up when we did our first take of the podcast, can you win the cup with Chandler Stevenson as your first line center? Now I have a lot of respect for him. Obviously has the same last name as me. Good community. Oh my from, god. Uh, Believe Saskatchewan and oh my god. Throw your like, ego somewhere. But, Why don't you? Yeah, yeah, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will even say that. I'll say it again. Game seven, I predicted this. And uh, oh, I mean, the but, Stevenson, but uh, that too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What, yeah a jerk. what a bunch of jerks. He'd fit right in Carolina. Yeah, sheesh. Hire me, Carolina. Anyways, but <laughs> the good thing, the good news for Vegas, I guess, is that Pete, I saw this that Pete DeBoer has never lost a game seven. So I guess there's that, but yeah, I don't know, man. I think Pete DeBoer. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? Um, I'm I'm taking over Donaldson as the number one Minnesota Wild fan. I'm their number one fan for this game. I think they win Game Seven. I don't know about you guys, but I'm all in on Minnesota. Did you see determination, the, uh, as they would say? Did you see the mascot? Uh, is it Nordy? Had a Dom L. Dom L. Fan sign or yeah. something like that? No, they're gonna put they're gonna they're gonna put Pierce S. and then like PJ's. Cast mm, that's what really really yeah. yeah yeah Pierce S. fan fan club. Go follow the PJ's cast. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you worked that out with them. <laughs> yeah yeah. I mean, it's it's not like wow. Creed playing at playing at uh, Bridgestone. Shut like, up! You know. uh, yeah. <laughs> I need okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna read that. I'm gonna read. <laughs> you sent this in our uh, our group chat. It was a picture. Yeah. <laughs> it 
It was a oh, banner. Yeah, banners, yeah. Let me read this off. Let me read this they off. They were out in full force last night, let me tell you. Taylor, first batter, Taylor Lewin crushed a beer 2020-2021. Creed played during intermission 2021. Second loudest house in the NHL. Hey, you know what they forgot to put? Invited Dave Portnoy. Dave Portnoy betted $25,000 and he lost it. What a fucking idiot. What else is new? That's, what a yeah, that's fucking idiot. Really say about Dave Portnoy. And again, he donated to the small business so, of Atlantic yeah. City. Mm. Yeah, that that excuses the racism, the misogyny. You know, it, yeah, mm. you're right. Yeah, money fixes yeah. everything. They say. You know what, Barstool fans are? What about ism? Yeah, but he he donated money. You can excuse the racism and the rape jokes and all that. No, what about ism? Yeah, yeah, literally. You know what? No, hmm. uh, you know what? No, I'm not gonna say that. But yeah, whatever. Let's. But what a Barstoolism. Yeah, just game seven. I mean, I I talked. We talked about it when we recorded it the first time. But like you said, their their chances just all come from the outside, and I personally think that's because they have such bad center depth. And that yeah, can't if they well. lose tonight, that can't go unnoticed this off season. Like I know Jimmy and I talked about it. Like there's the centers aren't that deep this off season, but. I mean, yeah. they're gonna throw money yeah. at a guy like go get a guy like Ryan Nugent Hopkins because I, I I don't get I don't get this I don't get this facade of having like why does Chandler Stevenson have to play with your best player every Dude, fucking third line center, he'd be perfect he'd be perfect it's third fine line that's literally fine it, but it's like no we got to put him with Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty and limit our offensive chances because of that and another thing with Vegas I know we just talked about it with the team. Tampa series, their special teams isn't that good. Like, they're okay five on five, but they can't fucking score on the power play, and their penalty kills middle of the pack. And we saw what happened in game six. Minnesota is one of those teams. They will capitalize on their chances. They have very Mm -hmm. good high danger scoring like chances and whatnot. And they have finishers, too. They have Fiala. They have Caprizov. Fiala's been great this series, and he just got a goal. Look out. If he's He might be on a roll tonight. Because he's been you know watching for goal Fiala. series. Fiala, two goal night, and Minnesota wins. There you go. Boy, Fiala. Yo, my my yo, team, the Minnesota Wild. Are the yeah. Wild going to go to game seven overtime and a left-handed player wearing number 22 is going to score the overtime winner in an upset? Yes, sir. Mm. Who's going to yes, turn the puck sir. over for the two-on-one? Uh, Chandler Ooh, Stevenson. I think it's going to be Petrangelo. Chandler Stevenson. Yeah. Chandler Stevenson. Oh, he no, please he's going to listen to the podcast before they get in the ice and – yeah. Or before the third period, also, I just, just break him. Poor guy. Sorry like, about that. It should definitely be put into consideration, even if they win this series, because Minnesota has probably the worst center core in the entire NHL. The only one I can even think of that's close would Joel maybe Erickson be Arizona. Eric. Isn't Ryan Hartman playing center? Dude, Eric Sinek is, no, but Eric Sinek is Dude, a fan. It's like Nick Panino, Victor yeah. Rask, like no, honestly, and I'd put Nick Minnesota. Bukestad. I'd put Minnesota center depth. Above Vegas, personally. Um, no, dude, Eric Sinek, right? Oh, what? Okay. I think it's even. If, I think it's even. If, but... not, if they weren't putting Benino on the fourth line left wing for some reason, and Nico Sturm is That's a very, very Nico Sturm is a fantastic defensive center. Don't get it twisted. Eric Sinek dude, is one of the best. As far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned, evolving wild will is... start the campaign next year. Oh, yep. Victor Rask, if you sw- if you flip Victor Rask with Nick Menino, if we're talking about personnel, I easily take center depth of Minnesota over Vegas because Vegas, yeah, there's a little there's a little bit of offensive punch, but what is there really? Is Chandler Stevenson really 
I, maybe I'm dumb. Is Chandler Stevenson a great two-way center or something like that? Am I missing anything? No, he has he has good stats, but he's playing with Mark Stone all the time. It doesn't like exactly. that's what it's exactly. that's how good Mark Stone is, though. Hold up, can I just tell you how goofy this Minnesota Wild team is? What's here? Their top line, Greenway, Marcus Felino is their top line, and he's been good this series. He's been good. I cannot can't knock him. That's my Minnesota Wild. Yep, Victor Rask Um, is good. What can I say? I want to float this. I want to float this trade idea out. I'd have no idea how the cap would work, but Vegas always finds a way to shed cap. No reason. How about Cody Glass to Washington for Evgeny Kuznetsov? Would that not be perfect, though? It would be. Would that not but be perfect? I guess some picks. I don't there, see it happening because I, they don't play them. I don't know why they don't. Like they would. It, I don't know, man. The Capitals are clearly. Sour. I could see it. I could definitely see it because Netsov would be the perfect center for that line anyway. If, when he's got his head screwed on straight, that it'd is. be like, but. dude. Mark, imagine Mark Stone like getting him and like whipping him into shape. You know, like just like, come oh on, yeah, you're so good, oh, like. Yeah. Just, Dude, they literally need a guy like a Ryan Strom. That's literally Just all they need. Huge. Sign yeah. up for Ryan. Sign new. Hey, dude. Dylan Strom. I was – hey, I said that earlier, but you didn't hear me. Dylan Strom. No, the goal. Dude, they Dylan Strom for Ryan Nick Hague. They should get Ryan Dylan Strom, Strom for Alex Tuck. Dylan Strom for – Jeez, I like that. And a first and a second. Yo. Dude, Stevenson to Chicago. I could have a Stevenson Blackhawks jersey. That would be pretty epic. They'll give him number 20 just to fuck with me. Hell yeah. <laughs> the what will Brett Connolly wear now? Uh he'll wear whatever <laughs> the ECHL team wears. Sheesh the ND fuel. <laughs> Damn. Wow. All right. Yeah. Which by the way, Alex Tuck yeah, and Kirby Dak silence was for Brett Connolly somewhere oh. just punching a wall. Don't get me excited like that. Jeez. Alex. Oh, oh, Alex Tuck and Kirby Doc. Oh. That would just how about Bash Patrick Line, may I add? We'll just put Kubalik there. We're no, we're the Toronto. See, that works. That works. Of the NHL now, like the Hawks are the Maple Leafs. We're getting everybody. Yeah, because we're better than them, obviously. Everyone's coming. yeah, except we'd actually give up prospects. We're not people. We're not saying like, oh, they'll take fucking Regula in a second. <laughs> Yo, Regula, a like, second. Uh, Michael Crudel. Uh, the only people who say uh, that are the the fucking schmucks who think we can get Strom or Eichel for Strom a first and like. Was- not listen, anyone listen, that's if, good. If the Sanders are in, are in on Eichel, my untouchables are Shane Pinto and Jordan Bernard. Wait, what was Toronto's meme? It was like Bracco in a second for like Bracco Nielsen in a second. It's it's in Yeah, that's what it was. Head. Yeah, it was either it was always Bracco and Connor Brown and Connor Brown was always. Oh Bracco. yeah, was Brown the, Bracco Nielsen in a second for Carlson. That was what it Connor was. Brown, who they holy shit did they lose that trade? In hindsight, holy fuck. Yeah, you know who should have got Connor Brown? And I was preaching for it for years on Twitter, the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, I was saying I, I just wanted the Hawks to get him. But Connor Brown's literally a guy. If you glue him to McDavid, he'd have 55 points every year. Yeah. And he played he would, get 30, he would be a 30 goal scorer. He would be a 30 goal scorer. Oh, you know no who question. I just thought about the Edmonton could go after? I know I keep going back to it. Right, if Tampa needs to shed salary, you could Fucking steal Alex a guy Gord. like Gord or Alex Kalorn. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Alex man. Gord. Alex Kalorn would help that team Stop. so much. You saved the Oilers franchise. Alex Kalorn helps that team so much. He's literally what they thought they wanted in Lucic, except he can actually do that. Like, 
The better yeah. number 17, may I add. Dude, Gord, like, Gord, dude, I've come appreciate, like, to, like, appreciate him more. He's such a pest. I would fucking love him, like, on my team. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, Gord like, Tampa's, Tampa he's, can't. He's a pain in the ass too. Tampa oh, physically can't keep this fuck, team dude, next year. It's right. not possible. No, unless Kucherov no. has another unless Kucherov has his hip or surgery on his left hip. They can't Yeah, or Victor Hammond dies or something, you know. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like they're gonna have to get rid of someone no, and the Oilers should be jumping on a guy like Alex Kalorn. Because that well, would as long fit as their team every late. And the Blackhawks should too. I've oh, been I, preaching I've been preaching for Kalorn to the Hawks for so long, dude. I've been preaching for last year. Because like Gord oh, would man, be a lot be a of perfect third liner. Gord or Kalorn, one of those two. Uh, I just say Kalorn because that's more possible. Yeah, Gord. I feel like has paid a bit too much to justify going. It's not even that. I would take Gord. Back. It's just they're not going to give up Gord. That's, no, they want to give up Johnson. They're not going to be able to give up Johnson, so they'll give they're up. Kalorn not back, nobody's so. taking Johnson. And they're not giving up Polon. No. There's not a chance in hell. No. And you brought this up. He has not been the same since that 2015 Cup final when he broke his wrist. Or yeah, or whatever it was. I don't know if he you guys say that, like, but he had 30 goals like two years ago. Short King community never wins. Right. Well, well, it wasn't that the year where they had like 60 wins, though. Like everyone was firing on all. Doesn't matter. He still had 30 fucking goals. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's not he, on the third he's, line. He's just, he's just not the same player that he was before. And it sucks. No, no. I mean, that's just it does it's unfortunate. Yeah, he was. He was so much fun like, to watch that playoffs. He better. I felt like he. he you could have been better. Like I felt like there was more potential. Like yeah, thirty goals. That's awesome. But like I thought you could probably been more. You know, I he could have scored like thirty goals over multiple seasons. But I feel like that kind of like not der- derailed it. But like I don't know what the right word for that would be. But no, hey, he's got a cup. He's got fucked it up. I, you guys are not gonna like this up. out of me. Like uh, dude, Tyler Johnson's not a bad hockey player. Harley's <laughs> bad. I, He's not a bad. He's not a bad hockey player. I think he's, he's just overpaid. overpaid. Like there's overpaid a there's different over five mil. I don't know. I wouldn't take him on for five. Yeah. I don't know about that, but the term is bad too. Okay. That's probably the you know worst who, part. All right. You know what? I'm I'm gonna make a comparison right now for Tyler Johnson. <laughs> you know who else had a five million dollar cap hit for a long time, and everyone thought was bad, and then a certain expansion team took him, and now he's in their top six every fucking year, getting 50, 60 points. Who's that guy again? Oh yeah, Riley Smith. The same shit people used to say about him for four fucking years. Good, and then though, he went to Riley a team. Then he went to a team that gave him chances and he rebounded. Yeah, I'm just saying, don't be surprised that Tyler Johnson though. goes to another team and actually starts well, doing shit. Well, honestly, I've mm-hmm. I've been thinking that Tyler Johnson does need uh he does need I'm not trying to shit on him, but yeah. Like, he had the really same amount of points as Anthony Sorelli this year, for reference, by the way. Yeah, but Anthony Sorelli is also got a thing called, you know, some of the best. Tyler Johnson plays game. defense too, so don't even say that. <laughs> How you're going to for, for really, I'm Tyler going Johnson. to I'm no I'm going to bat for Tyler Johnson out because he gets so much shit and that dude's actually like I'm sorry, oh, no one would fucking complain if that dude was on the Blackhawks. No, I don't think he's bad. I really don't think he's bad. I think the way honestly, people shit on guys who are like just like five hundred K overpaid is beyond me. Like it's beyond oh, yeah. me. But I don't think he's awful. I don't think he's awful. No, no, I, I don't think, think the argument yeah. is he's awful. I just think he's a little overpaid. A little bit. I'm not trying to show them. I think, um, quite honestly, I was slightly hoping the Hawks would go after him this last offseason because if you took him, Tampa was going to have to shed salary. Still off of, they would have had to, sorry, they would have had to retain salary to move him. And I, I do think a guy like him, like he'll, he'll, he'll figure it out somewhere else. We'll figure it out somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, he fits Colin's system pretty fucking well. So, 
it wouldn't be bad here at all. But that's yeah. all to be determined. I think oh, Seattle is going to be a Kraken. Not me being a Tyler Johnson I think, apologist. I think, hmm. I think he'd be good in Seattle. I think a new – honestly, I do think a new, like, scene. Spokane boy, by the way. Yeah. He's going to go yeah, 30 and 30. True. He'll go what, 30 CJ Oshie. But CJ Oshie. <laughs> If they do protect him, I don't know. But he's no, um, she's not going anywhere. They're, they're gonna protect him. They have to. Know. Then they then they expose like someone like Mantha, don't they? Like because no, they can Ovechkin. still protect everyone. They can still protect everyone. Uh, I don't know. It's, it it just up, comes yeah. down to if they want to, but I don't want TJ Oshie on my. They can they can like protect all. I looked it up last podcast. They can protect all their no moves and still protect Mantha. Which is good because mm. they could, and that would be a problem. Oh my yeah. god, dude! Because they wouldn't have been able to protect that. Rana, I think. So. Oh. Okay. See, it was a good move after all, guys. It's all good. Yep. All right. Do you want to get? I, I've not been watching this at all, but I've been like looking at this. The 2021 World Championship. Like, there's been so many upset. Like, so many teams. Well, on, one thing is that like, teams like Canada. No, I have another, but like teams like Canada, the US have not been bringing like their best teams. Like, there's a lot of prospects. You look at Canada, obviously, they got Bodan Hagel. Kane's not and, playing. Uh, sorry, who? Patrick Kane. Usually oh, yeah. Kane, yeah. Kane's not there. Yeah. Like, you look yeah. at, yeah, like Canada, they have a bunch of like young defensemen, like Owen Powers playing there. Cole Perfetti is there. I mean, look at the USA, Matt Beniers, maybe potential former. Uh, Owen Powers played 26 minutes yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. And. Well, yeah, there's been a lot of upset. I think Great Britain won their first ever game. Belarus also won their first ever game. I think Denmark's won two. Germany has like three wins. It's pretty crazy. And Kazakhstan's won a couple. Yep, yep, that's true. I think they beat Finland in like a shootout or something. I don't know. I haven't been paying attention to it, but I think it's been like I've – and it's also in like I think Latvia. Latvia is also doing good as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's just neat to see all these different countries who you don't expect to do anything at least get a win. You know, they might not – get into like the qualification round or whatever it is like the playoff round but how how big is it for teams like 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 countries like great britain you, you don't think at all as like a hockey power getting one win like that's so huge for them same with belarus who i believe had it one up till then that's big for them too um like like teams that are kind of in there all the time but are always at the bottom like denmark and germany that are moving their way up that's that's so cool to see it so i just wanted to bring that up and by the oh, way yeah. our boy lucas reichel last time i checked what what is he at now? Because last I checked, he was at five points in two games, and he did get injured. And thankfully, he's okay. But uh, yeah, five points in four games—that's still great for Reichel, though. Like as a as a nineteen year old. Well, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, it's it's always great to see like a a more open world championship because like it's not the Olympics. It's not gonna have the best talent, so it's nice to see. W- kind of how like other countries stack up and it's nice to see it so open because it, it gives every game that it's not like you can just write off a canada belarus game anymore you can't do that this year no they like it, it could be a different game Latvia, i'm pretty sure yeah exactly and they lost like, to germany as well yeah you just can't and that's good that's it that's like good for the league honestly and hopefully that hockey. Yeah. it makes like it makes next year interesting for sure because a lot of these like countries are gonna have a chip on their shoulder now going to the Olympics, so 
Especially countries like Germany, who like I think could make some noise next year if no one's careful. Yeah, they got like like Dreisaitl. You got all the young guys coming up. Like Sider's gonna be Gerbauer and that. You know Gerbauer. Yeah, like don't sleep on Germany, man. Like they're they're kind of like Switzerland, where they're not at that point yet, but like they're starting to rise to a point where they're like producing. They're gonna get to Czech level pretty players. soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like Slovakia, like that kind of level, you know. Yeah, but that's awesome to see. Um, last thing, draft lottery is on, uh, Wednesday, June 2nd. So, uh, yeah, that yeah. snuck out. Um, let's hope the Hawks yeah. get fucking something. <laughs> Dude, like, or, luckily, let's let's not move draft how about let's just not move down or like, you know, let's yeah, just not move below thing. 11. What position are they at right now? 11. I'm uh, following 11. Yeah, I think 11 or 12. 11 cause... with their – well, it's 11 with, like, the uh, Coyotes pick taken out. If they get nine, yeah. cool. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. They can't like... get nine. They no, can't? they can't. They can only move up to the top two, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they change it where you can only move up to the top two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I don't know. So we're either getting one, two, or we're moving down. Yeah. What? Um, oh but, God. again, this this, this, this the is – The Rangers went to like the 17 doing... spot, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, dude. But th- you know, at least this will. is a draft where it's not strong enough. Where even if you do move back, worst case scenario, it's not. At least like it's the not the Shane Wright year. No, mm-hmm. no, or the or the Connor Bedard or Matt Fayumichkov year. No, if it's any of the next two years, oh my god, no. And I'm and I'm pretty sure Seattle is guaranteed a top five pick and their their best odds, and they can only move back two. So I'm pretty sure it's top two. You can only move up into. Yep. I, this oh, yeah. is going to be the year Seattle wins the lottery and everyone's going to be pissed. Or Vancouver yeah. wins it. It's going to be the year Vancouver finally wins the lottery and it's going to be the it's worst draft. It's funny here. because, um, yeah, like you win the, the lottery. Patch ready in. You could easily get a player at 10 that's as good as it, at number one or two. Like it really. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to scouting and how you develop. Yeah, exactly. This is just such a, like you talk about the draft being a crapshoot. This is, this is when the entire draft is a crapshoot. Nothing. Nothing is set in stone. This is where it's like going to come think, down. Like, I think Owen Power going first overall is pretty likely, but, like, what the mm-hmm. hell happens after that, you know? Would you like him on the Blackhawks? Owen Power? Would I you want him? anyone who I mean, wouldn't. I mean, why would you like Owen Power? I mean, going to the Sorry. Blackhawks. Yeah. Like, is there somebody else you'd you'd want instead of Power? Oh, um, I would like Luke Hughes or Brent Clark over uh, – um, I, at least from a defenseman standpoint, that I'd ha- rather mm-hmm. have over Owen Power. I wouldn't mind. I, I like Owen Power. I just I see more upside in guys like Hughes and Brand Clark. Mm-hmm. There's still yeah, part of me that's, for, that thinks solid. like if they get the two pick, just take Beneers or exactly Hughes. and forwards and forwards. If like forwards, like 100, I think. Dude, from what everyone, everything I've read on Matt Beneers, it sounds like he's at least a lock to be a two C, which would be perfect for this yeah. team. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. If he's like a Where's Matthew Shane type behind Doc, that'd be fucking perfect. Trade him for Jack Eichel. Maybe. Maybe. Trade the pick and for Ken... Jack Eichel. Ooh, easily. And Ken Johnson, there's more upside there. He definitely has more flash. But like, I like Johnson a lot. Matt Beneers is more like – I love Johnson too. Matt like. Beneers is the kind of center you want behind Kirby Doc. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm, yeah. He's like a Rhino Riley. He, he would be like – it would basically be like off. them getting Turcotte and Doc in, mm-hmm. again. Basically. Because that's pretty – That's actually a pretty good plays that, comparison. He plays like Alex Turcott, so it's that would be perfect. They they, they, they like he and Doc would complement each other so well defensively. It would be great, and he mm-hmm. might be NHL ready because he. I think he is a late 2002 birthday. He's played very he well for the U.S. Michigan. team at the Olympics. Yeah, uh, at and Worlds right so now. so he might 
But in the NHL, I don't know if anyone's like a guy. I'd give him a year. NHL, yeah. I, I think nah. a year would be good for him. Though. Even if I'm Bowman, I want him to dominate a year at Michigan and then come yeah. over. Because then you exactly can sign him on. And if the Hawks are good, you can sign him on for the playoffs. So it's like, there you go. Yeah, that's you know, what they do with Reichel. Not that it, not that he's good as as good as Brand Years, but like one year, just give him a year, and like things have gone well. And I think that's what you got to do with Brand Years. Don't rush. They would have, they would have gave Doc a year if they could have put him in the AHL. I promise you. Hmm. But uh, they couldn't. They had to keep like, him up. Yeah. Hmm. What? Wait, what are you playing? <laughs> Shot score in overtime. Oh my god. Barrett. Barrett. Put in the corner, but it hit the referee. It hit the referee. It hit the referee. Bro, he sounds so hurt that that shit hit the ref. Oh my god. Four. It hit the referee. It hit the referee. Oh man. Anyways, I was uh, like, oh, he's actually guess... animated. That's why that's on that list. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. we're approaching uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Minnesota Vegas game is starting right away, and I'm cheering for my uh, Minnesota Wild. And uh, I don't know. Do you guys have anything more else to add before we end this off? Uh, uh, I hope the Leafs win tomorrow so Jimmy isn't pissed come on the podcast Monday. I wouldn't be pissed. They'd be broken. So, either way. Exactly. I don't need a broken Jimmy. I need a happy well, spirit Jimmy. To, well, what if it goes to game seven, though? And if it goes to game seven, I will just shut off my feelings for the next podcast. Oh, that's not good. We need feelings, oh. Jimmy. Oh, man. Come on, Leafs. Oh, come on, Leafs. Leafs. My good come on, Leafs. Help this 22-year-old. Fucking will live go. Grown He's wearing their style. sweater and everything. He put it on during the middle of the podcast just for you. Win like for the, him. Uh, I'm like the make a wish kid. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Win oh for my little god. Jimmy. <laughs> oh my god. But uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Sorry about the uh, like the lack of podcast this week. It's just kind of been a crazy week. But don't worry, next week we'll be back on it and. Uh, if you haven't got vaccinated yet, get vaccinated. Uh, Canada has been really far behind, but uh, thank, thankfully we're coming up. Yeah, get your 5G chip. Um, uh, wear your mask still, and uh, hopefully we're starting to see uh, these uh, NHL readers come in full capacity. We're even seeing it in Canada, so uh, hopefully we can continue and have our great white boy summer. Let's go. white boy summer. And speaking Just of like white Austin boy summer, Austin Bergevin. Uh, <laughs> wow, I hope people can see that. That's beautiful. Oh man, don't worry. Yeah, this I, is going up on YouTube. Anyways, oh, thank yeah. y'all for tuning in and uh, peace, y'all. Go wild. Later, go wild. Yeah, go wild. Go wild. <laughs>